0: It's big announcement time. Drum roll, please. We are going on tour. Just, 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 just yay! Northern News live. Around the north. Of course it's around the north. We're not
1: doing any southern dates on this tour. No way. We are going to the big ones, our big ones in the north. We're going Sheffield. 23rd of June. We're going Hull.
0: 26th of June. We're going Leeds. 27th of June. And
1: we're rounding it off in
0: Manchester. On the 28th of June. What a week. Oh, my God. We've done some live shows in Edinburgh and London and we love them so much. They are so much fun. We do little fun headlines. There's slides, there's visuals. Oh, it's
1: brilliant. We can't wait to do it, and we can't wait to see you there. We'll see you in person. You'll see us in person. You'll see
0: our faces. You'll <laughs> see whatever attempt at merch I've cobbled together in a shed. <laughs>
1: So, get your tickets now for the Northern News live tour at plosive.co.uk. That is P L O S I V E.co.uk. We're going
0: to get chunked <laughs> out of our beans! Let's do it!
2: When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.
0: Hello and welcome to Northern News, a podcast with me, Ian Smith. and
1: Amy Gledhill. I'm from a lovely little place called Hull.
0: And I'm from the thinking man's pontefract, Ghoul.
1: And we've been living in London, much to our family's shame, for too long.
0: So, we're going to be trawling the newspapers to find out all the stories we've missed from the north. This is... Northern Northern News! (laughs) Hello, everybody. It's Ian Smith from Northern News. And you're not going to believe who sat next to me.
1: Who is it? Um, Peter Crouch.
0: No, oh, we've got a be better great. podcast than that. <laughs> this is Amy Gledhill. It's me, Amy Gledhill. Hello,
1: I'm from Hull. Mm. Is that all right, Mister? Is it okay? <laughs> Sorry, oh. but I don't know what's happened there. Yeah, I don't know um, what
0: would have been happening for you to be saying to like an older man. <laughs>
1: is that okay, Mister? That I'm from Hull.
0: <laughs> is that yeah? Hello, welcome to the podcast.
1: What a weird, creepy start to the podcast. We are not in our normal setting. I think that's what's thrown me off. We're, mm. in, we're up at the Edinburgh Festival, if you've heard of such a yeah. thing.
0: We've gone so north we're south. Huh? You wrap your head around that for a second. South Scotland. South Scotland. Uh what we been up to? Um, well, I guess I'll tell you what, I'm in I'm in the headspace of um I said this to you, off-pod. We just um, call that
1: just like normal life. I don't want to refer no. to everything that we're not recording as off pod. That doesn't feel great.
0: Um, but yeah, I'm in the market for a steam room and we're up in Edinburgh. And so basically I'm, I'm looking for a steam room. That's my plan. But there's one that we've just walked past and it looks pervy. Yeah.
1: It and looks... we did say off pod, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. We did say that's not the place for health.
0: Yeah. It's like a massage place, but it's like no windows. Why have you not got a window? Well, you don't Where's want... Where's your natural light you coming don't in? Want... No, you
1: you're mad you don't want a window in a massage place are you kidding but Would the you... reception room yeah fine for the reception this pitch room. black
0: i'm gonna feel feel your way everywhere
1: <laughs> a lot of handles gonna, in here. trying to
0: feel where your back is <laughs> to give you a massage in the first place and pitch black just rubbing a bit of a chair or something <laughs> how's that for you hello you in here <laughs> <laughs> you're rubbing a sofa you fucking moron <laughs> Got to find a steam room. Got
1: to find a steam room for the old vocal fr- mm. vocal
0: folds. I remember being in a steam room once, and someone brought a little pipette of like sort of rosemary or aromatic mm. sort of things, and pipetted it on the um like the the rocks or wherever the steam's coming from. The confidence of that. That's bring incredible. bring your own pipette to a steam room. I've never seen it done.
1: I don't even know anyone who would own their own
0: pipette. Yeah.
1: Where would you even purchase a pipette?
0: Yeah. Because usually they of come pod. with a jar. Yeah. Oh. They're in a jar. They've gone just just pipette, please. I'm going
1: to take a toxin of my own choosing to a public place mm. and infect other people's lungs with it. Yes. Here you go. Yeah. Ninety nine.
0: People who sell stuff like that is the reasons why the Russians get to murder so many people with nerve agents. a they...
1: Strange podcast <laughs> we're having.
0: Anyone who sells a pipette
1: is a Russian agent, basically. Yeah. I once went to a steam well, sauna in Leeds, mm. and it was a it was a bad one if I'm honest. Uh,
0: what was wrong with it?
1: Just felt real grubby, but I couldn't really put my finger on it. And then there was a laminated sign in the oh. sauna that somebody had printed out and stuck on and it said, please do not piss on the coals. It said piss. Oh, it didn't say God, urinate. urinate. It said
0: piss. That's awful.
1: Piss. And it's like, to what extent? How many times has this happened? Where it's Why like, Barbara, you can you, can you print and laminate a sign? Because it's happened again.
0: Laminate it, because they'll piss on it. <laughs> they'll piss on that sign. <laughs> but then you're just getting your own piss steam.
1: Piss steam. Who's doing that?
0: Fucking hell. So, um, yeah, but that's that's all I've really got on my mind at the minute. Yeah. I'm up here. I'm doing shows. I want my lungs to last a month. That's all I want. That's all Two lungs, one month. Is that too much to ask for? Two girls, one girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've watched Two Lungs One Month online, actually. It's disgusting.
1: I watch the reaction videos. Yeah, mainly. yeah. But the, the Two Lungs One Month's too much for me, but I like watching other people showing the mums it.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what Two Lungs One Month... But, but what yeah. have you been up to recently?
1: Uh, been on a been on a plane.
0: Oh, yeah. Been all Get the way to Canada. Really? Oh, of yes, it. yes.
1: And um, on the plane, because uh, the the company that was taking me out give you money for to for plane, you have to book it yourself.
0: You said foot but but plane, foot plane, foot plane, foot plane. I think it's
1: because in my head I was going. Oh, we're talking about money, and I don't want to sound like I'm showing off. So I think, but I must have subconsciously gone like full minor Yorkshire, yeah,
0: like yeah. dumped at pit. Yeah. I didn't ask for tip money; just <laughs> give me tip money. I'm not f- bothered about it. I don't need it. I'm not, not interested in tip that. <laughs> what have you been up to, Emmy? Well, I bought a new laptop. <laughs> I got a new laptop.
1: <laughs> I don't want to show off. I'm just saying, it wasn't my money to spend. Yeah, and so they give you like a, a budget. So you can't go oh, okay. like crazy mad, yeah, yeah. but um, I spent as much <laughs> as much oh, as I yeah, could because yeah, it would be mad not to, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be mad not to, wouldn't it? And uh, I upgrade It's the first time I've ever upgraded on mm. a plane, and I upgraded from your standard standard. Put me in the toilet. Yeah. Put me in the, the microwave at the back. Shove me in. Mm. Not bothered. I upgraded just that one level to like. I think it's like standard premiere or standard plus or something. So I sat there. I was so pleased with myself that I'd done this. And I was like, I'm a celebrity now. This is amazing. I mean, you know.
0: I feel like something's going to happen here.
1: Ian, I see the seat. I see the seat that I have chosen. Somebody else is sat there. Mm. And it's, it's somebody with a newborn baby. Fucking hell. And Ian, I wish I was a better person. But I wasn't, and I thought, oh, brilliant. You have ruined my moment. You're well within your rights. My one journey to shine. This was it. I'll never be in there again.
0: Don't have kids if you want to go on holiday. Don't
1: have kids if you want to be in Standard Premier Plus. Mm. Get them in business
0: class. (laughs) Get them in, yeah, either get them in business class where you've got lots of space, or get them in Standard with me and the other scum. (laughs)
1: standard you're having a horrible flight no mm. matter what yeah, yeah, yeah. well this bit ba- this baby let me tell you it wasn't the noise i'm not bothered about the noise mm. babies cry that's fine i've got headphones i feel sorry for the parent blah 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 blah, blah. Mm. what was difficult ian is that the baby i mean i've never smelled anything oh. like it and it was consistent for the Nine eight hour flight. Yeah. If you had to guess what that smell was coming from, yeah. I would have said a builder who's bad 12 pints the night before and a yeah. curry. 12 and pints I, it curry. It was hot. The air around me was hot. It was hot and it was oh, thick. No. And
0: you could move it with your hands, you could like part the I air. I had to
1: separate it to see my TV screen. It was absolutely <laughs> rank. <ramp. laughs> It was like I was sat in like a litter tray <laughs> for eight hours, and I, but I'd oh. upgraded to it, and then I'd, I'd also picked my seat. To yeah. See, and I looked over at the seat I should have been sat in. It was a lovely woman reading a book. Yeah. She looked. I wanted her to be my best friend.
0: You don't know. She could have smelled the shit as well. <laughs> she could have done.
1: It's pissing it down. What's been happening in the North?
0: Well, I want to tell you this headline. I love this headline. It's one of my favourite... I'd happily not read the article, actually. I just think the headline is fun. Yeah, just a quick, short pod. The first two words are in quotes. Pure evil blackbird named Derek terrorising Yorkshire village and attacking children. Apparently is one particular blackbird and he's a cult hero in Rossington near Doncaster, But apparently, there's a darker side to Derek's antics.
1: Oh my god! He's pure evil. And he only victimizes certain.
0: He's got one village, even though he can fly, he can 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 get everywhere to Africa. He's evil. He's pure evil.
1: Pure evil, Derek.
0: He is pure evil. He's apparently instantly recognizable within the Rossington community. Got
1: a little leather jacket on. That's what I'm picturing. Nose ring through his beak.
0: Yeah, yeah. Little siggy. Little jacket with studs (laughs) in the back that say "fuck off." (laughs) He's an horrible-looking blackbird, this one. His history is laden with stories of Derek being a nuisance and an utter menace. One of those told by a local mum said Derek attacked her children and left her entire family petrified. She said, it comes to something when kids can't even go in their own garden without being petrified because that bloody bird Derek died. (laughs) bloody bird, Derek, dive-bombing them and trying to attack them. So to whoever owns the horrible thing, dot, 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 no-one owns the fucking Blackbird, you fucking idiot. I'm <laughs> swearing a lot here. Um, whoever owns it, one just sends it off and goes, right, don't cause mischief.
1: Dive-bomb, Derek, dive-bomb. <sighs> Who's decided it's called Derek, though?
0: I don't know, the, the locals have called it Derek. This woman has lost her mind with these quotes. She thinks it's... um. This is a quote. If you want to try and domesticate a bird like that, then keep it at home because it hurts my kids. (laughs) And there will be hell to pay, and I don't care who that offends. The thing is a menace, attacking kids in a school playground, on the street, in their own garden. If it was any other animal, it would have been put to sleep following the first attack on a child. Why does she think it's it's domesticated? It's It's just in the fucking sky. and It's not on a lead, like a balloon.
1: Just taking me pet black maid for a walk <laughs> past the school again.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, my wow. God.
1: Derek, do you know, yeah. have you ever been attacked by a bird? Don't
0: think I have, no. Maybe I've been pecked by an owl when I've been holding it at a sanctuary once.
1: Have you held an owl? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's really cool.
0: Have you never held an owl?
1: I've never an owl? Not in my oh, whole life. I've
0: never held an owl. Really? Usually there's, there'll be sometimes it's like some bloke by just in like a town centre. He's got two hours. He's just like he'll hold them for a bit, <laughs> and you're like done it. Some money to a charity. But he's just rocking up with a van with owls in. Going, yeah, I'd pop up in the centre. Someone want one of all these?
1: Does anyone want all these? I got owls. I have got some trophies from the rugby <laughs> yeah. club. If anyone wants a picture with a um... owl
0: trophy, big pint glass. <laughs> He lifted up um, the wing of an owl and he's like, have a feel under that. And the owl was sweating. <gasps> Your owl can sweat. I didn't know that. Owls can sweat. I, sorry, I was young at the time. Got out of a bit of Lynx Africa, got yeah. it all over that owl. Yeah,
1: sent him on his way. Yeah. Oh,
0: um, all the
1: other owl yeah. girls, owl chicks.
0: <laughs> yeah. Going up. Woo.
1: Whoo. Yeah.
0: All their heads
1: are turning. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Whoop. To be serious, I think Lynx would kill an owl.
0: Yeah, I think it would. So don't, think kill an don't owl. Don't do that.
1: So don't do that, thank you.
0: Although we only think. We don't know for sure.
1: I didn't know they sweated. No. Swat. What's the past of sweating? Swat, yes. Swat. I, I swat. not know swat. Swat. Oh, So maybe if you get a drip on your head, it'll be owl sweat. Owl sweat.
0: Almost always is. <laughs> Almost always, if you feel a drip, back oh, it's starting to rain. No, no, no. Just no, an no, absolute no. shit ton of owls <laughs> sweating. That's an owl flock. <laughs> I'm sure he's heard thunder and lightning as well. No, 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 yeah. That's um
1: flock of owls that.
0: Yeah, that's an owl.
1: No, that's a that's a that's a cloudy. Nah, you look closer, <laughs> that's a whole flock of owls.
0: Big, big, <laughs> hairy owl.
1: <laughs> I really enjoy the fact that maybe it wasn't an owl, it's just a man in a really unconvincing owl costume. Yeah. This man's pulled up in a van with his mate Terry, who's wearing a crap owl costume, <laughs> and he's gone to feel under his arm.
0: Yeah. He likes being touched.
1: <laughs> Lower? Where, yeah.
0: where? <laughs> feel his crotch. Do you want to feel an owl's dick? <laughs> Come on, you must do. You must do. No one's going to find out. Oh, God. I'm going to give you a few more quotes here. Someone else described um, Derek as pure evil. Is this the horrible thing that was attacking a young boy a few weeks ago opposite Baths? I had to stop my car in the middle of the road and <gasps> help him. So what, she's had to, she's seen a boy getting attacked. She's had to, like, <gasps> unbreak turn in the middle of the road, get out of the car. I'm like, shoot! Get off! This bird's a prick.
1: This does sound like a prick of a bird, doesn't it? It really does.
0: Right, yeah, everything of this is mad. (laughs) Derek has some defenders, and chief among them are the parents who say Derek has an an amazing relationship with the local children, who often feed him snacks and other things. Right? One mum said. Vitamins. Yeah. Other things is clearly not food. like, I've given him a paracetamol. Um, Cocaine bird. (laughs) Yeah, that's why he's angry. Keep giving him coke. He landed on my son a few years ago and he was walking to the bus stop. I think he just wanted to piggyback. Another, My daughter <laughs> told me a few times that Derek has caused all the kids to go inside at playtime at school. Said most of the kids love him. See, apparently he's causing so much shit, they're like, right, indoor playtime. Because that mental hell. bird's out there.
1: That's absolutely insane <laughs> that it's one bird.
0: My young son hates him as he scratched his face, but my daughter loves him. During lockdown, he's sat on her arm for well over an hour. There's two what sides to everyone. That?
1: Maybe, but we don't know. The kids that he's attacking, mm. we don't know if they're good eggs or bad eggs.
0: Maybe yeah, Derek
1: yeah. is targeting bullies.
0: He knows something we don't Maybe know. Maybe
1: he's like, I saw you nick his lunch money. And mm. You know what, I'm not having it.
0: So, in summary, Derek's a dickhead.
1: Oh, or brilliant.
0: Yeah, or, or, and I don't want to insult the people of um, Rossington-Doncaster... Uh, all blackbirds look the fucking same, and it's just two birds. One of them's nice, one of them's evil.
1: Two birds, one.
0: What rhymes with stone?
1: One Al Capone.
0: No. Okay, thank you. I... No, Ian, that's not. I know, Amy, that's Ian. how you want to
1: end that story. Oh, two birds, it. one Al
0: Capone. Lovely about... end to oh. that story.
1: I've ruined it for everyone with that. I've let myself down. <sighs> two birds, down. one, I've one like Al Capone. Two birds. I'll try to
0: summarise your story at the end. All right, okay. Chocolate orange.
1: Let me tell you, let me tell you about this from Preston. Woman fuming after her takeaway arrives. It's late, but guess how late?
0: Oh, eight hours.
1: 20 hours (laughs) late. It's a long time to be late. they still
0: delivered it? Yeah. Oh, the sheepish delivery that must have been. (laughs) It'd be better to wait four hours and then you're on time the next day and just say, I thought you meant tomorrow.
1: Oh, that's clever. No, so basically, okay. she ordered it from a takeaway just outside Preston, uh, but she ordered it quite late at night. So I think they took the order, took mm. the money, and then we're like, I'm "Not doing
0: it now, yeah. bedtime. Who's
1: eating this at bedtime? Yeah, we'll maybe do her they... a favour.
0: Yeah, you shouldn't be going to sleep on a heavy stomach like this. You
1: shouldn't be. Go- well, she'd ordered a meal for three, but it, but it doesn't, Uh-oh. but it doesn't say. Anybody else is eating it. And look, no shade whatsoever, because I mm. would absolutely take advantage of a family bucket.
0: Yep, we've all had big meals.
1: We've all had big meals. But Come not on, a, when's she ordering this, do you know? It's, uh, she, ordered, uh, she placed an order worth £23.50.
0: Mm, that's not bad for a meal for free.
1: That's incredible. So she placed the order at 10.06pm. At, at okay. Before you jump in. Mm. P.M. Comprising of a sharing meal for three people and a bottle of Coca Cola. Mm. Other brands are available, such as Pepsi Max Cherry. Please, Pepsi Max Cherry, sponsor me.
0: Yeah. Send it in. Great if they sponsored the podcast.
1: God. Well, I sponsor them.
0: Mm.
1: Can you not give it it back? Pepsi? (laughs) Even if it was one bottle a day Mm. for the rest of my living life, which because i drink one bottle a day it's probably about two years it's only going to cost pepsi Max, Shari about 50 quid yeah
0: come on come listen on. two years of sponsorship amy's gone get a new co-host <laughs> we find out what what they're addicted to we just have a big turnover of co-hosts
1: <laughs> so she orders this at, and the the restaurant apparently have said they said look we we don't accept orders after 10 p.m yeah but that's not how it works is it because if your money's been taken and the order has been placed mm. then you you sat there expecting the order
0: yeah why would Tough you shit, I'm afraid it'd be
1: crazy to be like well they've accepted the money everything's going through it's probably not going to come so she's and ringing them do not let her know she's ringing them there's no answer so then at that point you'd be like okay it didn't mm. come i'm annoyed but i don't expect it anymore
0: yeah something's gone wrong with something's the order
1: something's gone wrong whatever next day tea time <laughs> Next day, it's not even like the second they open. Next day, at some point, six o'clock, o'clock the door. work, 20 hours.
0: Yeah, six o'clock.
1: Hours, six o'clock. Hello, do you want this? Are you fucking mad?
0: <laughs> <laughs> That'd be your reaction at the you're door. Are you fucking mental? mad?
1: Because I, I, maybe it's me, but I, I couldn't order now what I want for tea tomorrow. I'm a yeah, different person. Yeah. 24 hours is so long. We go through much mm. so much, don't we, as humans in 24 hours. I
0: suppose so, yeah.
1: I don't know who I'm gonna be yeah. tomorrow.
0: Something happens in your day where you're like, right, well, I couldn't possibly eat salmon now. <laughs> Not after what happened to my uncle. No chance. <laughs> it's a Nando's tonight. <laughs> Nando's full of people whose uncles have been injured.
1: By salmon. In yeah. a big salmon. After salmon. a salmon leapt out.
0: Slapped my uncle in the face, dislocated his eye. Sorry, dislocated his eye. His eyes eye? popped out of his head. Is that called dislocation? I think so. <laughs> he can pick up his own eye, and look back at his other eye. He don't know what he's seeing. <laughs> he's had to pick up his own eye to look at the socket to realise his eye ain't in his oh, socket. Man. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You don't want salmon if that's happening to you.
0: No chance.
1: You want your lemon and herb chicken thanks. Anyway, the the article does say that the takeaway has been contacted about the matter, but is yet to comment.
0: Got wait another twenty hours for a reply.
1: <laughs> not not surprising. know Yeah, so there you go, twenty hours late.
0: Well, wow. one take a pay, two to take a Al Capone. Um, it's not as
1: easy as it looked. Wasn't no, it is it? hard.
0: I wanted to say takeaway, but I was already thinking of Al Capone, and I said take a pay. <laughs> Life's hard, take isn't it? A up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: What's for tea, ma'am?
0: And now it's time for our special guest, James Harkin, who comes from Bolton, and I feel very intimidated doing a fact because my facts are usually terrible and all all i've got is um that um samuel crompton comes from bolton the inventor of the spinning mule which isn't what i thought it was it doesn't involve an animal it's something to do with
2: textiles yes what did you think it was maybe um like an actual mule spinning round
0: Yeah, well I feel embarrassed now, but I thought it was some kind of like centrifuge training like for astronauts, but they'd try it out on a <laughs>
2: On a mule? Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever hear about that um, invention that they, they came up with it, but they never made it, and it was a way of giving birth, and you would put the woman on a spinning <gasps> wheel? Uh, no! it, she's lying down, but this wheel is spinning round, and they were trying to help the birth by using centrifugal force. Did you ever hear about that? <laughs> oh, no, and they haven't even tried it once? <laughs> no, I think there are some um, safety issues involved <laughs> for everyone. Uh.
0: I bet it's nearly
1: happened on one of them fairground rides. Oh like yeah! Every, I've come from Hull James, and every year there's Hull Fair, and there's quite a lot of do- there's quite a lot of dodgy rides there. One of them is the one <laughs> that spins round, and you sort of get stuck to the wall. Mm. I've definitely seen pregnant ladies on it.
2: Yeah. Oh my goodness! I reckon they yeah. they
1: might have tested it out. Trying to speed <laughs> it up out Hull
2: Fair. Yeah. <laughs> wow! I think if you're born from one of those, you're definitely not tall enough to ride it. Anyway, are you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it becomes an infringement as yeah. soon as the child is born.
2: Where are you from, Ian, if not Hull? From Yorkshire as well?
0: Yeah, from very close to Hull. i from a town called Ghoul. But there aren't many facts about... Um, Apparently the name Ghoul means um, open sewer in Old English.
2: Oh, dear. Does it really? Yeah. You know what Blackpool does as well, I think? <laughs> I think Blackpool came because there used to be a sewer that kind of opened up into the sea, and it was where there was a black pool. Wow.
1: It stinks up north, doesn't it? <laughs>
2: oh, no. It's smelly up north,
1: and it? it's all sewers. We're My all hair. we're all living on sewers. <laughs> now, your podcast, your brilliant podcast, is all about facts, and we do not really deal in facts on this podcast usually. So, please, can you give us a Bolton fact if you've got one?
2: Yeah, I can give you some Bolton facts. For instance, one that we mentioned on our podcast: "No such thing as a fish." is that there was a survey of pubs in 1930 and they found that the average time someone in Bolton took to drink a pint of beer was 52 minutes. Wow. While in Liverpool, it was 22 minutes. Oh, really? Why do you think that might be?
1: Hmm. Oh, is it something to do with the sp- speed of the chatting
2: oh yes it's it's kind of you're on the right track
1: I? Oof, i'm absolutely delighted with that
2: <laughs> right
0: so if it's not that was going to be my was the um come on brain. different maybe it was a real difficult shaped
2: glass Yeah, I can see that. (laughs) Samuel (laughs) Crompton invented a glass which you could hardly get anything Uh out of. No, what it was is they played a lot of Pub games in Bolton Uh, They were banned in Liverpool at the time because They banned things like pool and darts Because they thought it would encourage people to Come into pubs but what it actually did Is it gave people distractions So rather than just going to the pub after work If you've been working in the docks in Liverpool You just go to the pub and you just drink In Bolton the people would come from the mills and they would Go to the pub but they might play dominoes They might play darts you know so That's what they found out and then after that There became a bit of a, a push to try and get Get more pub games into pubs because they thought it might get people drinking less, and so for that reason, uh, we argue or I argue anyway that um, darts is almost the original health sport. <laughs> you know, people <laughs> were, we're trying to get people to play darts because it was a healthier thing to do.
0: Ah, so if you had like big soft play centre, like a ball pool and stuff in a pub, everyone be having so much fun.
2: I would do that, wouldn't you? Yeah, it was a soft play in a pub.
0: One hundred percent. And then you would think, why? Why do we even drink? Let's all get a round of tap waters in and just have a go on this. And then
1: the pub closes one week later.
2: Yeah,
0: and depressed because they got no soft place, centre yeah. they turn to drink. Do you have any any more facts about the north?
2: So I used to love going to Bolton Museum, and they used to have something called the Bolton meteorite. In the museum. I don't know if it's still on display, That I'm talking quite a few years ago now, but the Bolton meteorite it turned out to be just a piece of slag from one of the local mines. There'd been a little explosion and this little bit of old rock had fallen out of the sky almost and people thought it was a meteorite and it became quite famous at the time, uh, but it turned out to just be a piece of slag. So there was no meteorite? No, no meteorite uh, to my knowledge has ever landed in, in Bolton.
0: If a meteorite did land in the north... <laughs> Like let's say a um, an onion sized meteorite, and I've got my hands on it. Would I, would <laughs> yeah. I get money for that?
2: Well, I can tell you what: you've already lost quite a lot of money uh, because you said you got your hands on it. Because uh, oh. meteorite hunters really don't like you to pick up the meteorites. As oh. soon as you touch it, I'm afraid you've made it much less valuable because you've got your own little, you know, biome of of bacteria and stuff that will have gone onto that. The grease from your hands will yeah. have gone onto it. So yeah. they always say that if you ever are going meteorite hunting, um, mm-hmm. you should like have a some kind of plastic bag with your jiffy bag or something and and pick it up with that. A bit like a, a bit like a dog poo. <laughs> like <a> <laughs> But well, for different reasons, you shouldn't yeah. touch
0: it. If I lied and said, oh, no, 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 I didn't touch it with the hands, they'd they'd know, wouldn't they?
2: They would know. They're smart, yeah. They yeah. would know. Because my, my DNA I mean, is on it. I could tell you were lying from just the way you said that. <laughs> <I think> maybe- <laughs> no, 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 no. Have you touched that meteorite, Ian? No.
0: Have you touched it? Fucking on about me touching it. It's in a Sainsbury's bag.
1: Have you got one more? F- I, I, I feel like we're sort of taking advantage of you, James, by going do a fact. Go on. Do a fact. That's
2: alright. I'm like a performing monkey for that <laughs> I feel facts. terrible, That's,
1: what, but it, so
2: that's what my friends do with me if I'm ever in the pub. They're like, tell us another one. Tell us another <laughs> one. Okay, well, let me give you another one, which is about um sport because with my fellow No Such Things A Fish uh, member Anna Tushinsky, we've written a book about sports which comes out in the autumn. It's called Everything To Play For. Available to pre-order now. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a lot about sports. and uh, This is amazing. This is something i read in the Bolton evening news in an old article from the you know from the 1920s i think or maybe it's a bit later but it was in the ben and it said that in the early 1900s crown green bowlers were the best paid sports people in the world (laughs) wow Wow. That's, that's amazing now i don't know if this is true i i found a few other sports people which who were paid around the time in north america but It's more or less true. And the reason being that sports was supposed to be an amateur thing. But in the pubs of the north, especially around Bolton and around Manchester, they used to have this thing called the panel. And these were the very best crown green bowlers who used to live in the area. And they would play professional matches against each other. And they would go to a pub and the publican would pay them so that they would be getting people into the pub to watch the sport. And at a time when everyone else in the world who was doing sport was amateur, they were one of the highest paid sports people in the whole world. Wow. They play in snow sometimes. They'd be rolling these balls around oh. in the snow. They would always keep a hot potato in the pocket to keep their hands <laughs> warm when they're bowling.
0: That feels like yeah. the most northern thing I've heard. <laughs> I'm nipping out, put a potato in oven. <laughs> That's
1: amazing. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic.
0: Yeah. We've already made this the most informative episode of the podcast yeah. <laughs> by we're yeah. making people stupid every episode.
1: Thanks so much for doing it, James. We're such a big fan of
2: your podcast. No, absolutely brilliant. Thanks so much for having me. I've really, really, really enjoyed myself.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you so much. And good luck with the book. Everyone pre-order now.
2: Yes. Everything to play for.
1: Everything to play Just for. Do that. There you James go. Harkin, you'll find it. Lovely. Thank you so much, James.
2: Thank you. Have a nice thank day. You. Goodbye. Right. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye. podcasts.
1: What a what a what has been happening
0: in Ghoul. <laughs> Ghoul, big news, named as the start town as East Riding are set to host stage three of the prestigious Tour of Britain bike race. So all the cyclists are going to start. It's the Tour de France of Britain.
1: Tour de Ghoul.
0: Yeah, and this time from Ghoul. Tour de Ghoul. To, Tour de Ghoul.
1: Sounds like, if you put it in one word, the Tour de Ghoul. Sounds like a sort of folk mm. dance. And now for the Tordigal. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Doodly, do li A biddly, ding, 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 ding. Hoddly buddly boo. Thank you. That was a
0: wonderful Tordigal. <laughs> I like how... Because um, only, like, your top half's on camera, but your legs are doing all a- sorts. It's incredible footwork there. It feels like... um
1: ding, 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 ding. The boldness of doing a footwork-only dance... On a podcast, yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> and just the lyrics, a bingley bingley boo.
1: She <laughs> <your> classic Tordigal.
0: <laughs> Maybe we could do that as a big live event, but for the podcast followers, yeah, come to the Tordigal. we
1: will get t-shirts saying Tordigal. Yeah,
0: that's good merch, Tordigal, and then a picture of you with like your hands up and your legs all over. <laughs>
1: know oh with my arms down okay. no expression. Legs all over the place. Le- millions of legs yeah. going in all different directions.
0: Back of the t-shirt just says buddly buddly boo.
1: <laughs> Lyrics written out a diddly ding 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 diddly diddly do.
0: <laughs> a little lyric sheet so everyone can join in like when you go to church and you've got the choir Please be thing. Up
1: standing for the toddy ghoul.
0: diddly ding 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 ding
1: diddly diddly doo.
0: Oh, but um <laughs> you no, know, that's not what this is. Hundred of the world's leading cyclists. Hundred. Ghoul is, is set to play host. Ghoul is set to play host to one hundred of the world's leading cyclists. I me, mean, yeah. It'll include Olympic <laughs> champions. And they'll line up on Buffery Road in the town centre before racing exclusively through East Yorkshire's towns and countryside. Wow. wow. Imagine if you've won the Tour de France, the Olympics, you've travelled the world and then you're in the Tour de Britain going, the fuck are we doing outside Vermoiden High School? School. <laughs> this is um, a well, Dutch, Dutch rider. High School. <laughs> yeah, the American. <laughs> We're outside Vermoiden High School. <laughs> Trying to ride my bicycle. boys. <laughs> just well, changed, it changed them.
1: Yeah, you went sort of Australian, I would
0: say. Yeah, well, he's, tra- he's, a, he's a man of the earth.
1: He's a classic toddy girl.
0: Yeah. Um, Councillor Anne Handley said... I'm absolutely delighted to be able to announce that East Riding will be hosting a full stage of the Tour de Britain. It will be fabulous, not just for the people of Gould to get involved, get your bikes out. get
1: involved?
0: Get your little push bike out. You
1: can't just join in.
0: I don't know. She said get involved.
1: Surely you can't. If I saw World Olympians cycling past me on professional bikes meant for speed and endurance Mm. and longevity, I wouldn't be like... Yeah, now's my time. I'm going to get my old tinny little push bike out. Get an electric
0: with one. With one pedal.
1: Get an electric one, get a
0: motorbike. Get an Uber. Yeah, get an Uber. You idiots. <laughs> get an Uber driving past them all. Idiots. <laughs> <laughs> idiots. Every car's faster than a bike. <laughs> they forgot to put in the rule, has to be a bike. <laughs> On no motorbikes. Love that. I remember, I've seen a couple of times, before like people were riding bikes, more like bike lanes, so. Seen someone shout out of a car to a cyclist, get a car. <laughs> I remember even like being young <laughs> thinking, it's expensive to get a car and learn to drive. And what if they're just going like round the corner, you're like, get a car, as if it's pathetic that they had a bicycle.
1: Wow. Uh, uh, you're good at riding a bike. Do you ride a bike?
0: Yeah, I bought it one is. recently in uh. London because I kept getting line bikes. Mm. And I thought, I should try and be out get myself a little bike. Yeah. My girlfriend lives up a hill. She's in a house uphill. She's not just like on a she, on a hill.
1: Like a witch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lives up that dark, spooky hill. She's the house on the hill.
0: No house, just on just sat on the just hill. on the
1: hill, under a tree.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> succumbing to the elements. But yeah, I can't ride my bike up it you ride for a bit and then yeah. you're just like right, I'm just gonna have to walk my bike up a hill now.
1: That's sad, isn't it's it? Hard. When you see someone pushing the bike. Yeah. It's like it would be like the equivalent if somebody was uh, add a donkey on the back. You know, like you think yeah. the donkey's going to take you there, but the, then if the donkey's knackered, and you're
0: like, yeah, yeah, on, like little piggyback. back, little donkey, a a that's little donkey it, the Christian song, yeah. But if it was just little donkey on my sore old back, <laughs> yeah. can't get up the hill, <laughs> just carrying a donkey.
1: Yeah, well, that's what that's what I think of when I see people pushing bikes. I think. It's a false economy, that. You're you're doing more work.
2: Hiya,
0: upcock. What's going on in Hull?
1: In Hull, let me tell you, let me tell you. Another transport-based story. It's been a very transport-heavy episode. Yeah. We've had planes, we've had bikes. Blackbirds. You could transport, like, hamsters and stuff. Like, Mm. they could use blackbirds as transportation. Yeah. And now, Ian, I'm going to talk to you about trains.
0: Oh, thank God.
1: Trains, planes and blackbirds. Mm. Whole families leave station with crying kids.
0: Oh, their kids?
1: I, I, I bloody hope mm. so, otherwise this article has really missed the point of, of something. Whole families leave, leave station with crying kids after trains to East Yorkshire coast too full or cancelled.
0: Oh. Ian,
1: let me tell you, there was a sunny day. Mm, one of the few yeah one of the very few what do you do on a sunny day
0: well listen amy it sounds like from what you're saying absolutely everyone's shit themselves and gone we've got to get to the coast right now
1: that's exactly what everyone's doing jesus christ just just
0: lie on the concrete in the road (laughs) why do you need sand and water is that what you need you're pathetic Gunk concrete, idiots,
1: idiots, idiots,
0: stupid,
1: stupid idiots.
0: Driving past everyone on a beach,
1: idiots. Why <laughs> the concrete, you <laughs> idiots? <laughs> <laughs> um. So the warm weather came out. They're looking at your classic Scarborough trains, mm. your Bridlington trains. You know, you want to get out there. You want to get your fish and chips, your ice cream. I love the coast oh, yeah. so much. And I love the east coast of England more than any other coast.
0: I think the east coast of England. Listen, maybe somewhere like Cornwall will be like we've got some pretty spectacular beaches. Hey. But let me tell you, upper west coast of England, uh, it's sludge. <laughs> <laughs> it's mud, sand, horrible.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but the east coast, mm. my
0: my, majestic. Oh,
1: it's at. Uh, I think there is just this beautiful, poetic mm. beauty and bleakness in the East Coast, mm. and I just feel like it... Oh, and I, oh, I think we should all just take a moment to think about the lovely sand mm. at Rinton
0: Beach. Do you want to make some beach noises for the listeners? Oh,
1: oh, oh. That's a bird. Oh, yeah. It looked at me like...
0: Well, I thought you'd go, like, waves first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you've just come, like, seagulls attacking people. The chips, the chips!
1: Ah, but
0: there's some you there, <laughs> listeners. People <laughs> put that on a loop, That just that little bit there. Fall asleep.
1: Yeah, put this on. I'll do the
0: waves. Mm. Jonathan, come back here with that, with that fucking bucket, Jonathan. Don't be bothering that, family. Don't be bothering them. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck Jesus, these eh? fucking birds. It was a broken bottle, ma'am, I've cut me four. Oh, deal with it, idiots. <laughs> <laughs> good night, listeners, good night.
1: But they couldn't even get there. <laughs> <laughs> just,
0: we were on some weird path <laughs> and then you just really, he's <laughs> like, but, but they
1: couldn't get there. <laughs> um, there's the the is very funny, though. So, basically some of the trains were cancelled and some were just delayed but the woman that they've chosen to interview uh, a woman called Helen i feel like she's the wrong person to interview because she was only travelling to beverly which is one train stop away mm. helen has really taken it upon herself to be like the spokesperson yeah and she's like oh dozens of families disappointed next train was cancelled this train was cancelled and she gives this like massive account and then you find out she's going one stop she could have she could have got a taxi Idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she could have got a bus
0: I hate Helen
1: do you know thinking about it I hate Helen in a way
0: if you're listening usually it'd be like well actually thanks for listening to the podcast but if you're the Helen who complained about these trains to Beverly just pop it off will you just pop <laughs> pop the podcast off <laughs> check it out your subscriptions your downloads pop it off Listen to something else.
1: Oh. I'm sorry. People getting on the train and then being told to get off the train because the train was such at such capacity, which I've never seen before. I've never seen people being told to get off. It was that full. And then someone called Tony Baxter.
0: Uh Uh-oh. But isn't
1: that a pop star? Could be. Tony Baxter. Tony Braxton.
0: Yeah, I don't think Tony Baxter is a singer.
1: That's a shame. Mm. Well, he'd have to be doing quite a lot because he's also the regional director at Northern Trainline.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, you, you come Probably on, Tony. Got a pop song
1: out as Put well. Put your effort into your work. The train lines are a mess. Concentrate, Tony. We don't want to have your mm. funk soul pop album. You know, funk soul pop. Yeah. My favourite genre. I don't know about you. Tony said, I want to apologise to those who experienced the difficult conditions at Hull this morning and to anyone whose journey was disrupted. Trains to Bridlington and Scarborough were cancelled due to issues with the train crew. Now, this, do you know if it's something mechanical or like a bit of rail tracks broken we're never going to fact check that yeah, just say yeah. that and you kind of go that's out of my control I can't do out about a signal mm. failure but if someone says issues with the train crew that makes me feel like there's like a little argument going like I'm yeah, not working yeah. with Donna She's like with Kevin I am not getting on that 10.31am train to Bridlington <laughs> with that slag do you know what I mean and
0: it's like yeah. issues with the train crew he's thrown them under the bus there hasn't he he's thrown
1: but it sounds like well, you could have resolved issues yeah, with the yeah, train crew. Get another train crew or something. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's you know I mean? made them sound just like horrible petty train crew. Yeah,
1: I used to be train crew. Yeah. Oh, big time. Yeah.
0: Did you ever have any issues?
1: I had plenty of issues. I was a terrible employee. I was absolute crap. I had to do the trolley down the train. Mm. It is an absolute fucker of a thing. <laughs> you can't push it forward. You can only pull them back. Oh, Did you yeah. know that? You can't steer them. If you get stuck in the middle of a of a vestibule, vestibule. when people are trying to get off, you like I don't know where to put myself. You feel like an absolute burden.
0: But maybe it's people like you, yeah, that are the issues. Yeah. Oh, sorry, we have had an issue. She can't push her trolley forwards. <laughs> she says it only goes backwards. Why would we make a trolley that can only go backwards? <laughs> she she's got brakes on or something. Got a bloody only One Direction trolley, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> could on.
1: Yeah, maybe it's still somehow my fault. Yeah. The best thing about that could job be. is I did it when I lived in Leeds and uh, after I quit that job for about a year, this is very cheeky, but if I was getting the train to or from Leeds, I'd get into Leeds Station and then because I still knew all the passcodes... To get through the offices, I could avoid the ticket barriers, so I didn't buy any tickets.
0: Oh! <gasps> but they
1: checked me like absolute shit. The managers were horrible. So okay, I like, okay. I was to, please, Mister Magic, please, <laughs> <laughs> please let me off the five-pound train ticket.
0: Just want to say though, if there's any police officers listening, yeah, that's an admission of a crime.
1: Yeah, put me Get in prison. Get in court. Get me in prison. Yep. So that's what's been happening in Hull. People are having to have the picnics, it says here. Kids having their picnics in the train station rather than by the bloody beach.
0: The North has gone to hell <laughs> since we left. <laughs> and we're sorry if you're listening from the North and that this episode's maybe made you sad. Picnics in the train station... Yeah, yeah, now delivered to you. It's
1: a hard knock life. But well, thanks for listening. We've got the Tory girl to look forward yes. to. Yes. Let's not forget that. That's the good news of the episode. We'll we'll do the dance tutorial and put it on YouTube so everyone yeah. can get it learned. Right up the lyrics. And thank you very much to our special guest James Harkin.
0: If you like books, and what person doesn't, then you gotta get his new book, Everything to Play For
1: you can pre-order it right now. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you again
0: next week. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. Hello, everyone. It's Ian Smith here from Northern News, the podcast you are currently listening to. And I'm here to tell you that I'm recording my multi-award-nominated solo show, Crushing, on Tuesday the 4th of June at the Pleasance Theatre in London. But I'd love to see some Northern News listeners there. We're recording the show. It's going to live online forever. So the more support of a crowd, the better. Hope to see you there.